0: On our last episode, we covered highlights from the 2022 State of Marketing to Engineers Research Report, which was jointly conducted by True Marketing and GlobalSpec. Well, today we continue the research theme by bringing on the research director from the Content Marketing Institute. We'll be discussing highlights from their research report called Manufacturing Marketing and talk about uh, differences and similarities between the two reports. I hope through this two-part episode series that you can pick up new statistics, metrics, and ideas to inform your 2022 marketing and help you educate people within the company that don't quite get why content marketing is so crucial to reaching technical buyers. Let's do this.
1: Welcome to Content Marketing Engineered, your source for building trust and generating demand with technical content. Here is your host, Wendy Covey.
0: Hi, and welcome to Content Marketing Engineered. On each episode, I'll break down an industry trend, challenge, or best practice in reaching technical audiences. You'll meet colleagues, friends, and clients of mine who will stop by to share their stories. And I hope that you leave each episode feeling inspired and ready to take action. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a brief shout out to my agency, True Marketing. True is a full service agency located in beautiful Austin, Texas, serving highly technical companies. For more information, visit truemarketing.com. And now on with our podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Content Marketing Engineered. Today, my guest is Lisa Beats. She's the research director at the Content Marketing Institute, and I'm so thrilled to have her on the show today. So thank you so much for being here, Lisa.
1: Thank you, Wendy. It's great to be here.
0: Well, one of the reasons I'm so excited for us to talk is that CMI creates a manufacturing content marketing research study and has done for several years. And I I love this study. I have it open on my desktop right now for us to talk about it. Um, But before we do, I thought it might be fun to get to know you a little bit better and help people understand what life is like as the research director. So give me a picture of a typical day in your life at CMI.
1: Okay. Well, I juggle a lot, don't we all? You know, um, we run various surveys throughout the year. So not only do we run this annual survey every summer, but we also do custom research um, and we run annual studies on uh, various content marketing topics. For example, we just finished a survey on video, which was a lot of fun. Earlier in 2021, we did a new survey on sales enablement. And now we're evaluating some topics for uh, 2021. 22. So I think we'll run about seven, six studies next year, if I'm not mistaken. So just a lot of juggling. Um, And I work on all aspects of research. So I do the production management pieces as well. Um, So uh, design questionnaires, Program surveys, field surveys, clean data, analyze data, write reports, write blog posts. So it's always, always, always doing something different. It's, it's always exciting. Every day is a, a new and
0: different day. Well, given my experience just producing one research report a year, <laughs> I'm really impressed that you can juggle that many throughout the year. So kudos to you for covering all of that. Um, I, I did some digging on your LinkedIn profile because I, I always love to do that. And um, I see you come from a media background uh, way back in the day with Penton Media and I've also been on the agency side.
1: Um, yes. Um, prior to joining CMI, I spent, actually, I spent 15 years as a freelance B2B writer. So um, those were great years. My kids were little. I was, I was writing, freelancing. I also worked with um, custom magazines, produced a lot of those back in the day. And then prior to that was the decade that I spent at Penton Media. I was a B2B journalist and I covered the HVAC industry.
0: Okay. So you've really lived and breathed B2B marketing, really your whole career, it sounds like. Yes, I have. And I love it. Yeah. Well, what led CMI to create a manufacturing specific research study?
1: Well, when we started the research, um, 11 years ago, we just kind of cast a wide net as the years went by and our subscriber list started to develop. We noticed that we were growing in some of the verticals and manufacturing was one of those verticals. So I believe we're in our fifth
0: or sixth year with manufacturing. Wow. Do you find that it's a pretty unique industry compared to other B2B areas? I do. I do. We always see that they're a little bit behind the technology marketers, but they've,
1: they've really come a long way. I think they they have, um, firm roots now in content marketing and we see them, you know, doing a lot of exciting things now they're, they're up to speed.
0: <laughs> good, good. Well, uh, you know, I know sometimes there's a, a dated mindset when it comes to sales and marketing within manufacturing. Did, did this come out when you conducted your research? It did. In fact, it was
1: tied for the top content marketing challenge that they told us that they have, and let me pull it up too, while we talk about it, Um, top content marketing challenge, 51% said that they are challenged with overcoming a traditional marketing and sales mindset. So that's half, that's still a lot. Uh, That was tied with 51% who said creating valuable content instead of sales oriented content Ah. is a challenge too. So still two big challenges, half
0: and half (laughs) we're getting there we we i hear that quite a bit when uh, marketers call me and are looking to just educate internally sometimes they'll ask us hey true marketing can you come in and just um you know conduct a keynote <laughs> at our company meeting and just teach about modern marketing and how it's changed and it's it's kind of unbelievable to think that there's still uh you know this gap in, in knowledge of how much marketing has changed and you know, I think that, that COVID actually helped, you know, further things along when we didn't have trade shows. So I'm hoping that'll be less of a struggle moving forward. Exactly. Well, um, one of the things uh, that I want to touch on was that pandemic. So how, how did things change for manufacturing marketers? I, I, I know what I'm seeing, but what did your research show?
1: Um, the research showed that, you know, manufacturing content marketers were definitely working hard. I mean, 75% told us that they were asked to do more with the same resources over the last 12 months. So, so they were, they were really busy working hard. Um, And it's like you just said, Wendy, I think that a lot of people higher up in the organization started looking over at the market marketing team and the content marketing team. And, and, you know, with the lack of in-person events and so forth, it, even sales, you know, looked marketing to help get in front of audiences and to stay in front of those audiences. And I'd like to just read a few quick quotes that I placed in our uh, the blog post that I wrote about this research report. Um, these are some things we heard straight from manufacturing marketers. Um, because our sales team and engineers couldn't travel, they finally had time to spend on content such as blogs and videos, which had been put on the back burner. We produced more content than ever before. Um, Another marketer told us, It forced us to start content marketing and ad marketing as a focus. We were previously very sales oriented. So Mm -hmm. these are some of the responses we got to our fill in question when we when we asked marketers, um, what did the pandemic change most about your marketing and content marketing strategy and approach? And
0: we heard the word
1: sales a lot. So, so a good
0: a, thing. yeah, I was going to say a pretty positive outcome for marketers advocating for content marketing. It sounds like, and, and now the challenge will be, how do we carry that momentum forward as we go into 2022, as trade shows come back, you know, how do we continue to be top of mind and show mm-hmm. metrics and, and justify that content marketing is the right way to proceed? Yes. Yes. So, I noticed in your study, uh, speaking of that, um, some budgetary changes and and i I grabbed a quote out of here from the study. It said that thirty six percent of marketers say that their twenty twenty one content marketing budget increased. But 64% are saying that they expect their 2022 content marketing budget to increase year over year. So we're seeing uh, somewhat of an increase last year, but an even uh, bigger increase or more people increasing their spend in 2022. And, and so I think it's, it's more evidence to show that, okay, we've proven the value and now we're going to continue forward with more investment. Yes, yes, indeed. Indeed. Well, um, another thing I found as I dug in is uh, video was the findings of video work to be very interesting. Uh, and you said you did a whole nother study on video. So maybe we can uh, dive into that one too. But it looked like uh, marketer cited videos produces the best result of all of the types of content within their content marketing. Wow. I mean, it beat out eBooks and white papers. That was really interesting to me. hmm I know I, all I can think is there were, there was more video production
1: and also more people were at home, more people were at home. They were working
0: at home. They were on the internet. Maybe they were watching video. That's, you know, <laughs> Maybe they missed the interaction with people, but not interaction, interaction, like just, you know, <laughs> watching. Yes, people. Yes. They weren't getting on chat with salespeople anymore than the previous year. I know that <laughs> statistically, yes. And what I
1: found interesting about your, your last study, um, state of marketing to engineers, and I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you, you looked at it by age and you found that even older
0: engineers are watching video.
1: It's correct. Not just a millennial
0: thing. No, it's across all age groups. And then both of our research uh, shows that how to videos were the top type of video that people wanted to watch.
1: That's what our show too. Yeah,
0: exactly. Go to
1: video. Yeah, yeah.
0: So um, you know, as people want to spend more time online, uh, the other thing we're watching is you know, privacy laws are changing on um, how you can monitor you know, people's behavior and they come to their, your website, you know, even coming down to what information you can capture. So we're entering an interesting phase where marketers want to justify content marketing investment through metrics, but yet we're losing insight into some of the behavior. And so, um, what, what advice do you have for marketers on what to measure in 2022 and how to justify their content marketing spend?
1: Well, measurement, so important. And it's always this elusive piece of our research. How are you measuring? We still see that focus on vanity metrics, right? Engagement, engagement, um, all good, but- Probably a focus for 2022 is just taking that up a notch in your measurement plan, really sitting down and making that an important part of your strategy. If you you work with an agency, definitely working with that agency in that area to get really serious. What areas are we measuring this year? Where are we lacking? Where are the gaps? And where can we fulfill those?
0: Yeah, and what metrics are, are most meaningful to the business instead of the vanity metrics as you described?
1: Exactly,
0: uh, we uh, we've really swung. Uh, pretty hard towards quality over quantity and really diving into the types of people coming, not just the volume and not volume at all, really. Um, and so it's it'll be an interesting strategy because ROI, you know, you have an engineer and technical CEOs that want all the data and want to see justification. And I think it's through a teamwork of um, working with sales more closely to get those insights to see, is this quality? What does this produce? How can we close the loop in perhaps a different way than we have in the past. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so, so you see some of the, um, some of the frustration or, or difficulties that manufacturing marketers are up against. What can they do to stay on a positive path with content marketing? Well, I think first and foremost, and this is, this ties into what you just
1: said is, is stay in touch with upper management, show them what you're doing, show them why you're doing it. If you don't have a documented content marketing strategy, get that together now. Make sure that your goals are very clearly spelled out and just keep keep communicating, keep reminding as well as to to what you were able to achieve, achieve during the pandemic with your content marketing. Don't let them forget. <laughs>
0: right, right, right. Sharing one metric one time isn't enough.
1: And, exactly. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. And tying it back to the business and in, in any way that you can is great. Well, I, I just, we we are so... Um, we feel so strongly that content marketing is just a very powerful tool for manufacturing because these are technical buyers. They need lots of education. They want to build trust. They want to see you as credible. So um, I'm I'm just glad that that you're producing data along with our research report to help marketers understand the importance and the impact and and help to you know put it into their mix. So thank you for creating this. Um, what else is within the report that people can expect to find when they download it on your site?
1: Um, well, we we cover topics such as strategy, team size, content creation, um, distribution, measurement, challenges, and top of mind issues. So those are the questions we ask on the annual survey and you will see all that
0: data in the report. Yeah. Oh, distribution. That reminds me. Uh, I remember being fascinated with the social section. Uh, mm-hmm. One, uh, because it was so in line with what we see that YouTube and LinkedIn just beat out everything else. But I thought it was interesting that marketers' number one investment was, I, I believe, Facebook, but yet their ROI was out of LinkedIn in comparison. Exactly. So that was, a, that was an interesting one. Exactly. (laughs) Gonna keep up with these. What about Twitter? What are your opinions of Twitter going into 2022? Uh, Honestly, I'm a fan of Twitter, but that that might come from the journalist part Uh of me. uh I
1: find that it's a great vehicle for tweeting out key findings, um, directing people back to your website. I I think it's a great vehicle when used properly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like it in conjunction with events where you can use that hashtag and you can see what's trending at that event and kind of jump into trends and, and have a point of view related to that subject rather than just, you know, promoting whatever new product.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, um, Co- uh, Content Marketing Institute is huge on Twitter. Um, hashtag CM world for the very reason you just said. Sure. Oh, yeah. We have a strong onla- online community
0: and Very it's thriving. Hey, speaking of content marketing world, are the dates set for 2022? Ah, uh, the dates are set. We will be uh, taking place September 13th through 16th. Okay, so we get back. All right. And yes. and um, I know that, it, that uh, in the past few years, uh, there's been an industrial summit. So uh, right. a specific, you know, one day event within that larger event for manufacturing marketers. So mm. I'm looking forward to that. Hope that that comes back. So- Yes, it will. Good, good. Well, how can our listeners and viewers learn Learn more about your research and connect with you. Mm-hmm. Connect with us at contentmarketinginstitute.com. There you will see a
1: research tab. We have um, 10 years worth of research housed under that tab. And you can connect with me on Twitter at Lisa Beads and
0: through hashtag CM All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing some of the findings from the research report. And I'll be sure to include those links in our show notes. Thank you so much, Wendy. Thanks for joining me today on Content Marketing Engineered. For show notes, including links to resources, visit trumarketing.com slash podcast. While there, you can subscribe to our blog and our newsletter and order a copy of my book, Content Marketing Engineered. Also, I would love your reviews on this podcast. So please, when you get a chance, subscribe and leave me your review on your favorite podcast subscription platform.